Welcome back to the Send It Podcast. This is episode three, and I'm your host, Chloe Smith. And today I have on a pretty rad guest for you. On trail, he's known as Final Cut, and he completed 650 miles of the Pacific Crest Trail this last season in 2017. I've known him mostly through the photography and videography community here in OKC, and was super excited when I saw that he was attempting the PCT. So I wanted to bring him on here just to share some of his stories, tips he might have for us, um, some of his misfortunes and funny things that happen, some of the highs and lows, and just give a little inspiration about what life is like on trail. I was super stoked to get to glean from his experience, and it was so awesome just to get to sit down with someone who was so genuine and really lives out the concept of hike your own hike. I think that Final Cut really understands what that means, and I learned a lot from him, and I hope that you enjoy his story. First of all, mm-hmm. tell me who you are and what you do and where you're from. Uh, my name is Adam Davis, and I work at a coffee shop called Class and Coffee Company right now, but I'm also a photographer and cinematographer. I was born and raised in Oklahoma City. What made you want to do it? Oh my gosh. Um, first, I learned about the John Muir Trail, which yeah. I wanted to do when I was 15 or 16, but I ended up doing part of the Colorado Trail instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I learned about the John Muir Trail, I learned that it was a part of a section of a much larger trail called the uh, Pacific Crest Trail. Um, so it always been in the back of my mind since I was 15 or 16 years old. Um, and then the movie Wild came out with yeah. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I had my sister and I went and watched the premiere of that movie. Yeah. After that movie, it was pretty much done and over with. <laughs> I'd seen the, the possibilities of the landscape and the... And the, uh, I don't know, it just seems like something that I'd be really into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, what was your process of, like, I think I'm going to do this? Uh, it was actually my mom's fault. Uh, it was early last year in January. Um, I don't know. I was just in a, a strange place in my, in my life. I was yeah. between school and, and work and all these different things. And my mom was like, you've been talking about the Pacific Crest Trail for years, for as long as she can remember. Um, and she, she literally said, just throw your hat over the fence and apply for a permit. And I was like, it's, it's impossible to get a permit right now. It's too late. And, uh, cause it was late. It was January. Yeah. And I applied for a permit. I think it was January. Yeah. And literally five days later, I got my response back saying oh that I, I got my spot. That's crazy. And what yeah. day was it? Uh, March 22nd March. is whenever I hiked off. Man, that's crazy. So... What was your, like, since that was such a short amount of time in between you, like, deciding you were going to do it and when you actually set off, what was your process of, like, getting ready? Um, Just, like, quick? Yeah. <laughs> well, together. first I had to get some money together. Yeah. Uh, I had some ideas that I wanted to get together because this was such a, a big hike and also I was so uh, deep into cinematography because yeah. I've been doing that for a large chunk of my life that I wanted to incorporate them together. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm still editing the, yeah. uh, the, going through the footage of the documentary that I, uh, filmed while I was on the trail, carried about, I think 7.2 pounds of film and photography gear. Uh, every time I showed it to other hikers, they were like, what is wrong with this one? <laughs> Just docro filming the people you met and everything? 
Oh yeah, sure. I filmed a lot of the uh, the Trail Angels because every documentary that I've seen of the PCT, you yeah. barely see the Trail Angels, and I have no idea why. Because the Trail Angels are honestly probably the biggest part of the trail. You depend on them to give you rides to town. You depend on them to to fill up your water cache mm -hmm. if there's huge chunks of no water in between. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they're the ones that keep you going. Yeah. But these are also people that have hiked the trail before. Um, so they understand uh, what you're going through. Oh my gosh, so day one, Campo. Day one, Campo. Uh, day one, Campo. Well, I was trying to convince my cousin to not drop me off because I was freaking out. <laughs> and it was mostly because I was convinced that because I was starting so late in the, the hiking season that I would be starting by myself yeah. and going, I don't know, I think it was like 40-ish or 40 -ish miles to the next uh, town. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know, that was just, that, that, that 40 miles already was stretching on the longest stretch of backpacking that I've already done. Uh, but I knew it, I, I had, you know, thousands of miles to go ahead of me and it was really, it was a daunting realization, I think. It became a lot easier when I realized that I was going to start the first uh, couple days with someone else. Yeah, and then you realize that as you're going, you're going you're gonna to pass hikers, you're going to get passed by hikers, uh, and then eventually you'll create, like, these group bonds with hikers that they like to call uh, hiker families. Um, and I, I didn't know the importance of hiker families until a few hundred miles in. I always thought it was kind of silly every time someone said my hiker family, but I hiked basically the entire trail by myself, or not the entire trail, the entire part that I did. The, the hiker families are, are, are also one of the most important parts yeah. because they, they give each other their water if someone else runs out. Um, or a medical need or just encouragement, which yeah. is more important than food and water sometimes. Yeah. I never had one. Never had one. Mm -mm. But you had like little people along the way. Oh yeah, no, I, I hiked with other families. I was kind of like the, a trail orphan. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I would bump into a family of five and I would just hike with them for a few days and then they would go without me or I would go without them or one of us would take a, a zero day or two. So we would just split up and I would just hike with family to family or, yeah. or uh, hike by myself. It gives you a lot of time to think to yourself. You kind of come to the point where you're like, what am I doing on this trail right now? I want to go home. This yeah. sucks. Because uh, some parts of the trail, they suck. I mean, the first 700 miles of the trail is the Mojave Desert. And rarely are you ever in uh, any high desert. The high desert areas were beautiful. Idlewild, like you mentioned, gorgeous town. It was beautifully wooded for about half a day until they uh, made you descend 9,000 feet in 10 miles. And But then you run into a great trail angel like Hillbilly, and uh, he's is a very memorable one. My favorite one, which was my first real trail angel experience, was in Julian, California at a Carmen's. I mean, the, don't get me wrong, the pie was delicious. Mm -hmm. They gave me a cup of coffee and a pie and I yeah. was in heaven. But then I realized across the street there was a little restaurant with a huge sign that said, Hiker Trash Welcome. But I didn't see anybody around the building. I thought it was empty. And I walked up the stairs anyways and there was half a dozen hikers sleeping wow. under the shade. And uh, yeah, Carmen, Carmen was a really great lady. This woman, listen, I've never experienced another person so trustworthy as yeah. Carmen. Yeah. 
because uh, she has this whole restaurant and she's given us all her beer and leftover food and we're eating it all up. And then at the end of the night, she's like, all right, guys, see you later. And she leaves the, the, her restaurant completely open. That's There's like, I don't know, a dozen completely random strangers at, yeah. at some point and we're all sleeping in her restaurant's floor. It was a very strange uh, feeling because I wasn't really used to that kind of, uh, I don't know, just kindness, I guess. For the first few hundred miles, people do talk about home yeah. all the time, but yeah. then at a certain point, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. And uh, you all have gone through the same thing enough that that's all you talk about. And now every stranger is your best friend yeah. because they've gone through the exact same few hundred miles of the desert, you know? Yeah, 41.5 in Mount Laguna. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little hiker uh, outlet, kind of, and uh, they'll... Um, have this one one dude there named Dave and he will shake down everyone's pack that oh, will allow yeah. them to I, I dropped six pounds there Shoot. Yeah, but it's crazy because like I thought that six pounds was totally necessary and every single time he's taking something out I'm like dude I need that but then the next day I was trying to think of what I mailed home yeah. I couldn't Could remember. remember I couldn't remember what I mailed home <laughs> Also, that six pounds that I sent home, um, I'm pretty sure it's in uh, the, the, the place where they, they keep it because I never received it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, I think they're out of season right now, so I've, I'm, I haven't hit them up. Yeah. But uh, if the, the people are listening at Mount Laguna, I'd like my gear back. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, what, so there's like... For people who don't know, there's like this whole culture of hiker names that you you get a you get a trail name mm -hmm. when you're out there. Um, usually based on some kind of like experience or silly thing you do or mm -hmm. you know something. So totally. What was your hiker name and how did you get it? My hiker name was Final Cut. I mean, if you're a a film person, it, it's semi obvious, but uh, there was a guy. Uh, also, in the, it was in Julian, uh, and he worked on sets for, for Disney, like back in the 60s and 70s. This was an old guy, and he was hiking the trail, and I talked to him for hours because he was so interesting. He worked for Disney, um, and I was telling him, I was showing him my, my, my camera gear and telling him what I was doing, and he was like, what do you edit with? And I was like, I don't know, I'll probably edit this with Final Cut. And then the next morning, he came in, and I guess he couldn't remember my name, and he was like, hey, how you doing, Final Cut? And then from then, I guess, <laughs> everybody else forgot my actual name and yeah. everybody started calling me Final Cut from there on. Yeah, I was fine with it. It was yeah. catchy enough. Uh, but at a certain point, you truly kind of start to forget your own name. And at first, like, I don't know, probably the first week after you initially get your hiker name, mm -hmm. you think it's really silly. But then after you're, you're really into it and after you're, I don't know, a month into the trail, a couple hundred miles into the trail, you wouldn't even think about telling them your real name. Yeah, yeah, I feel weird. <laughs> Yeah, it, it really would. And I mean, I hiked with people for hundreds of miles and I, I still don't know their name. It's strange, but it's nice. It's, nobody knows you and you don't know them. You, all you guys are, everybody's there to hike. Everybody's there to, to eat food, drink beer, drink water. And that's, that's about it. I would say my worst day on trail was, uh, I mean, it sounds lame, but coming home, it just, tore me apart. It, it, it tore me apart just as much as it was scary to, to start the trail. Like it was equally as scary to, to leave the trail and go home to like regular civilization because by then 
I wouldn't say you become a barbarian, but you become a part of of this hiker trash culture and you've embraced it so much. I don't know, it just becomes really a part of you more than anything else. It was re it's really expensive to do the trail. Yeah. I ran out of money. A good quarter of the people leave the trail because of money. A good half of the people leave the trail because um, they're hurt. And then, I don't know, that leaves 25% left. <laughs> I could keep going down from that, uh, and then from that, uh, another eighth leaves because they're just scared or some other reason, so that leaves like five or ten percent of the original people that started the trail on the trail. So there's like so many, I feel like, labels in the community, you know, there's like true throughs and through hikers and long ass section hikers and such, like, do you, do you like identify as a lasher? You know, there was a lot of controversy over um, whether or not one should identify themselves as a thru-hiker or a long-ass section hiker. I would say I'm a thru-hiker. Uh, and my, uh, I don't know, it would be much shorter than what I did. Like, much shorter, substantially shorter. Not 652 miles. There's no way that can be section hiking. That's 150 miles longer than the Colorado Trail. So I mean, it's I I can understand uh, the people who have finished the PCT. They're also I mean they're obviously through hikers, but I don't know. I think it'd be kind of rude to not consider someone like me who did 662 miles uh, as a through hiker. That kind of I I get what they're what they're saying, but. Um, I would feel really gypped if I believed that myself. It's that hiker and hike thing. I think if that's what your through was, mm -hmm. that's what it ended up being, then, then you're a through hiker. Yeah, you know? yeah. Do you want to go back to that shit? I do. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. There's a lot of trails out there. I learned a lot of things from other people, a lot of, a lot of other trails I just never really even thought about or considered. Um, they're out there, man. I mean, we have one in Oklahoma, the Ochita Trail that I plan on doing in the springtime. Um, and I mean, it's a shorter one. That should take maybe 10 to 14 days. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I definitely plan on doing that trail in, in the spring. I could go real stereotypical and just say hiker on hike because that was like my motto on the trail. I hope that you guys enjoyed that story. You can follow more of Final Cut's journey and all of the awesome content that he puts out on his Instagram page. His handle is at AdamOnceCoffee. Thanks for listening in, guys. Tune in next week for the Send It podcast.